Jesus, my Redeemer. Amen. Let's sing this together. What gift of grace is Jesus, my Redeemer? There is no more for
begun a good work, is faithful to complete it. Amen. What a reassurance. Let's just go to prayer at this time. If the brothers would please come and prepare for the morning offering. We don't have any written prayer requests, but uh, you know we do want to continue to remember our precious brother Biscoll. It's nice to see you here this morning. Sister Ruth, God bless you. Always a pleasure to see you here in our midst. Let's just continue to remember him, that God will strengthen him and grant him a full healing in his body. And, and when these are great treasures amongst us, amen, that we so value. Amen. God bless our brother Ed. We know there are many needs in the body. Our sister Rena, our sister Bev Sharman, that we just want to continue to remember. The Bible says, you know, pray for the peace of Israel. I want to remember our brothers and sisters over in Israel. And well, we just know that time is wrapping up and God is going to have his way. Amen. Brother Mike Gagne, could I ask if you would please come open the service for us in a word of prayer? Just ask God's blessing on the service and the offering this morning, please, if you would. My precious Heavenly Father, Lord, how good it is to know that you are our rest. You are our hope. Greater than all our sin is the blood that was shed for us. Lord, that we can declare the righteousness of Christ lives in us. What an amazing thing, Lord, that these lips that once cursed, this body that was so defiled with the world, Lord, that you could separate it unto yourself, Lord God. And you could make it righteous. You could make it worthy, Lord God, that we could sit with you upon your throne. And before that, Father, you have declared that we could walk in this generation and manifest you, manifest your word, Lord God that you declared that you would have a bride without spot or wrinkle or any such thing. It's not by anything we could do, Lord God, but it's you living and reigning in us, Lord God, to bring that perfect rest, rest of the seed, Lord God, that you placed down inside us that could declare, I am that I am, and that I am is in me, and I in him. And that day you shall know that I am in my Father. The Father in me and I in you and you in me. What a marvelous revelation, O oh God, that we could know who we are. That we will not be backed up by the enemy. Lord Jesus, as Israel stands holding her ground, Lord God, it reminds us, O oh God, of our fight here, Lord God. Your prophet said it was our timepiece. Israel was God's timepiece, Lord, and we can look at that and we can see where we are walking. Lord, the enemy all around us, Lord, truly is Ichabod. But, Father, you have given us grace, your great love and mercy. And, Father, we ask you again, Lord, to be with us in this day, Lord, as we've come to worship you in spirit and in truth. Your word is truth, O oh God. It is what we have, Lord, that holds us, what strengthens us and gives us rest. 
pray you'd bless our brother as you bring the word, Lord, how he has labored, Father. How we appreciated our brother Murphy's testimony, Lord, and what you've done, Lord, to reunite his heart with those that he's not able to see in China, Father. And Lord, you've just done a mighty thing, Lord God, and you've reminded us how precious we are to one another, Lord, and how dear each spirit, Lord, not only in the Philippines, but next to us in the pew, Father. We truly are a special people because of what you've done, Father. And it's Christ that we love in each other, Lord, and we feed upon. And Father, we ask you once again to remember all of these needs that are vast amongst us, Lord. Remember our sister Rena, precious sister, Lord, she's been through so much. Lord, we just pray for strength and refreshing we pray, Father, God, you would give her courage, Lord, once again to face these things, Father, that you've ordained must be for her. Lord, we don't understand why, but, Father, we know that all things work to the good of them that love you and are called according to your purpose. What a blessing she has been to see, oh, God, her joy on her face and her brightness, Lord, regardless of what she's been through. We just pray you continue to bless and strengthen her, our sister Bev, our brother Ed, Lord. Lord, where would we be? Where would we be, oh God? If he had not come, if he had not run, where would the lighthouse be? Oh Lord, strengthen him, Lord. Do battle against the enemy that wants to take him down, wants to punish him for being a son of God who ran with such vigor. Hold him back, Lord. Strengthen him up. Lift him up. Raise him up, Father. We love you, precious Jesus. We're so unworthy to even speak your name. You're so good to us, Lord. Thank you. Remember these offerings that come before you, Lord, that you multiply them, Lord, in the hands that would share them with the world, Lord. Pack this message around the globe till we find that last one and we can go home. We love you and we thank you. Thank you for the faithfulness of your children. Bless them all, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you as you have your seats as we take up the morning offering. Amen. I believe our brother Ethan Samuels, has, are you going to sing for us, brother Ethan, this morning? Would you like to come at this time and get ready if you could, please? We're not going to have another song. Amen. God bless you this morning. We'd like to welcome you all. In the precious name of our Lord Jesus, we're certainly happy to see all of you. Nice to have my dad here from Texas. God bless you, Dad. No stranger, no visitor. Anyone else visiting, God bless you. Nice to see you. And those joining us by way of the Internet, amen. may God bless you as well. We do want to remind everyone of the Young People's Meeting this Friday. It will be at 7 o'clock, not 7.30, 7 o'clock over at the school at VCA there. So let's 
be looking forward to that. And I think that's all the announcements that we had. So we'll have Brother Ethan sing, and then after that, our sister Anna Hope is going to have a song for us. And then our brother Tom's going to come and minister the word. Amen. God bless you, Brother Ethan. God bless you, everyone. Just, um, I believe everyone probably knows this song, so just, I would love if you guys would sing with me as well. Sometimes it takes a mile. 
comes why don't we just sing my hope is in the lord do it in g if you would please brother ben we'll just sing the chorus a couple times sister Anna, hope comes and then we'll turn the service to our brother tom my hope is in the lord from this time
Specials were lovely. Thank you. I trust that they have a great meaning not only to those that sang the specials, but also those that heard the specials. Amen. Amen. It's nice to be in the house of the Lord. Nice to be gathered around the body word of the Son of Man, as we say. And uh, we're living in some trying times, and um, but we're more than able to meet what the devil throws at us. And so, God bless you. We want to remember our sister, Rena, 
keep on remembering Sister Rena Witt. Keep on remembering uh, these needs. Sister Bev Charman will be going in for an operation on the 18th. So we want to remember Sister Bev Charman also. These are great needs, great burdens. And we just want God to undertake for the people that we love so much. And the trumpets will sound. Maybe you can stand and we'll sing this little chorus together. And the trumpets shall sound And the dead shall rise And our Lord will be waiting in the sky And we who remain Shall be changed In the twinkling of an eye Oh glory, glory, hallelujah, glory time to be living, Lord. It doesn't take anybody with too much imagination to see that Israel is standing for its existence. And so often your prophet said the natural types the spiritual. And so Lord, we know all hell is against this revelation. Christ in you, the hope of glory. And so this morning, Father, we just pray that you'll take the words, not the words of man, but the word of God, and make it alive to the youngest, to the oldest that is here in this little assembly. There might be those that are on the internet listening, Lord, and maybe in days ahead listen to this little service. But right now, Father, there's a group of people that have been gathered here at Cloverdale. And I just pray, Lord, that you'll prick every heart, challenge every life, move us into deeper depths, and see you high and lifted up in all your glory. Lord, we pray for these needs that we've spoken. Brother Aaron McGarry needs a touch from the Master. Sister Bev Charman needs a touch from the Master. Our Sister Rena Witt, Lord, needs a healing. Pray, God, any pain that she is suffering this morning. 
would leave her in the name of Jesus Christ. And so, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you will come and make your word alive to every heart. That, Lord, it wouldn't be thoughts of man putting quotes and scriptures together, but it would be the Holy Spirit himself feeding a people that are the blood-bought and purchased of God. We commit the service to you, asking, Lord, that you will speak to every heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Without any further delay, let us please turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I actually asked uh, Michael, I was sitting on the chair there before coming to the pulpit, and I asked, who's that gentleman at the back? Um left of Milko, where Brother Jean Manassi sits. And you can turn around and take a look. I said, who is that man? He said, that's Randy Snow. Well, I haven't seen Randy in about five years. So God bless you, Randy. God bless you and Sister Lori. (laughs) What that means is you're the lost son come back, okay? That's what it means. It's nice to have you here and each and every one that is a a visitor. We trust you feel welcome in the presence of the Lord. So we found 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. We will be reading at verse 1 together, please. But of the times and of the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write of you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. So when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. And they shall not escape, but ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that the day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others, but let us watch and be sober. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. You may have your seats. Brother Milko, I love your nod. You can keep nodding any time. Amen. God bless you. You're the only one that I like nods from. Okay? Just to let that know, you get the pass. It's quite an hour we're living in, and and I want to thank, first of all, Brother Murphy for his wonderful report on Wednesday. And uh, it was very moving for me and, of course, uh, very special uh, to be able to be with the saints from China, meet them in the Philippines. And uh, I just put maybe one thing in here. Brother Timothy will know what I'm talking about. You know, I'm, I was excited, maybe, I, you know, I think I'm excited as Brother Murphy to see Brother David, Brother Run, and Brother Caleb. And um, we're on the plane, of course, of about 400 and some odd people, and we're somewhere in the middle of the back of the, back of the plane, and, and Murphy's got one thing on his mind, and that's to get through immigration. Well, I've got one thing on my mind, is get off the plane and get to immigration, so Brother Murphy had made it quite ahead, and then Brother Timothy had waited for him at the, at the gate for him to come off the plane. And you know how it is when you, you get off a plane, about another 200 get in front of you. And I wanted to be there where Brother Murphy was meeting the brothers, and we could all be together, not knowing that their plane was only going to land 40 minutes before us, and they never even met the uh, Philippine brothers yet. They stayed in the luggage area where the luggage was. 
And um, so Brother Murphy's going through immigration, and there's hundreds of people ahead of me. And I thought, how is on, on earth is this all going to work? Then I heard a Filipino custom agent yell out, Senior! I looked around and said, who's the senior? And Brother Timothy says, I think you're the senior. <laughs> so I said, all right. And he says, then bring your friend with you. I said, fine. So Brother Timothy and I went up to the thing, and he says, we treat our seniors right around here. Go. So it just so happens as Brother um, Murphy was going through, and we came through all at the same time. And as you saw, it was very special, very special. And I thank the Lord for that. And from that time, it was a blessed time of meetings with the saints. Wherever we went, wherever we did, we could see the hand of the Lord leading us every step of the way. First of all, I want to thank you all for your, your faithful tithing and your giving to this little assembly. It makes it possible and, and we feel humbled that we could represent you wherever we go. Without your giving and without your tithing, it would not be made possible. And we don't do it as some joy trip. We do it and we labor. We put all our hearts into it. We re- try to represent you the best that we can for the bride of Jesus Christ here in Cloverdale. Tithing is a big part of worship, and you've done well. And I trust our young men that grow up start to realize without tithing, you're not worshiping God. It's a part of worship. Your offerings, your missionary giving has allowed us to go around the world to proclaim what we believe is the greatest message on the planet, the message of Malachi 4. So I want to thank you all from the depths of my heart for your giving, your tithing, your offering, your missionary meaning, uh, giving means ever so much to me. And I want to thank you. It was a blessed time to be with Brother Murphy. Brother Murphy and I have been able to travel over the years together, eight or nine times overseas. I found this on the web. Well, did you find me? And we found out, I found out that I wouldn't, I can't have a, a greater companion and a man that can step to the plate, step to, into the word and bless the saints. We're, one, uh, we're closing off the one service and I'm, I'm pretty well, you know, you know me. I, I, don't, I don't have a first, second, third, fourth year. Somehow I was made fourth year running. And so when you come to the pulpit, you start there, not build up and then go there. And I'm done. I'm 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 pretty much done. And and um, we had a meeting uh, at Brother Bucky's, and and I was the brother that had that iron cross, the cross of that uh, of that wood from the railroad ties. Beautiful. And uh, Brother Murphy was to speak first, and I was so happy. And um, and I just kept on pulling on Murphy. Preach, preach, Murphy. Well, Murphy was preaching his heart out it was tremendous the word was fabulous and somewhere around towards a half an hour before closing he turns to me and says well do you want to take the service now I said no way keep preaching 
So Brother Murphy kept preaching and preached a masterpiece. And so I thought I would just close it off and just say, well, it was nice to be with you this trip and a grand uh, opportunity and, and let's stand and pray and we'll be dismissed. Well, I, the pastor hugged me. He says, Brother Tom, nothing less than an hour. <laughs> well, that's a long greeting. So anyways, we rose to the occasion. By the grace of God, preached an hour and, and had a, a wonderful time. Um, we were blessed. And I want to thank God for making the uh, way for us. Never dreamt when we first sat down and talked about whether or not the brothers could come from China to the Philippines. And thus it happened without a hitch. God has a great mind. And I'm sure that that relationship with the brothers in the Philippines and China will be a a wonderful relationship for in the future. And... um, Gives the brothers an opportunity. There's doors opening in Cambodia and doors opening in Thailand. And uh, we just trust that God will use these young men. Us old fellows need to stay home and be in the, you know, directing from the back room. Isn't that what they did in Israel? They said all the pilots in Israel are about 18, 19, 21. And the generals are all in the back room telling them what to do, so... I, 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 maybe I haven't risen to a general yet, but we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Amen. Well, God bless you. God be with you. And I just trust this little service is more of a, uh, maybe just, I, I'm calling the title, the title of the message is called High Alert. High Alert. And, uh, Brother Bram and Brother Michael, you alluded to this in your prayer. If you want to see the day of the month it is, look at your calendar. If you want to see the day in the season it is of the coming of the Lord, watch Israel. I, I, want, you, I, I want to take that very slowly because I want you to actually comprehend and understand what the prophet is saying here. If you want to see what day in the season it is of the coming of the Lord, watch where Israel is setting. That's God's timepiece. There she is setting in her homeland, the oldest flag in the world, the six-point star, six star of David, the oldest flag in the world that flies again for the first time in 2,500 years. Yes, sir. The ensign that has to be lifted up, Israel, Palestine, will be blossoming like a rose. You read it in the magazines, so watch. So I would like to take this little thought, this little service this morning, and let's put us on high alert. Israel is on high alert. It's true. They were the ones that were attacked. And this is not going to be a political service, but it's going to be a factual service. One general or one of the main people that have to do with the protection of Israel was asked the question, why were you asleep at the switch? How on earth could you allow the enemy to come in as vicious 
animals as such they are. How could you allow that to happen? His comment was quite striking to me. He says, we were busy doing nothing. Hmm. Busy doing nothing. Knowing that the enemy is going to take any advantage that it could possibly take. But they were busy doing nothing. And it struck me that sometimes we find ourselves just going along life's road doing nothing. Just filling in time. And that is when the enemy comes in like a flood. Sobering thought, but nevertheless true, caused thousands of deaths coming up into the thousands because somebody felt that they were secure enough, let down the bars, and found themselves doing nothing, but now they're fighting a war. Saints, we are in a warfare because we are, and we're going to look at the word of God and we start to realize that these are demon powers. This is not men. Men don't kill babies. I want a little bit more support here this morning. Men don't go in and kill old women and old men. Men don't do that. Demons do that. So the same demon powers that was on Nazi Germany is now being loosed again. And Brother Bram said, those spirits are not just satisfied to do that to Israel natural. I want you to get in Feast of the Trumpets this week. You will start to realize that those ecumenical demons that were on the church of Rome are going to be after you. But we're not going to be caught asleep at the switch. We're going to find ourselves in the word of God because the word of God is not, they've got a campaign, as I said the other day, Operation Iron Swords. That is their operation. My operation is King Swords. We don't have just a sword. The sword that went in that prophet's hand was the King Sword. And that sword was given you and I. And that word is in even in your mouth. We're going to fight a battle. You're going to fight for your children. You're going to fight for your wife. You're going to fight for your husband. You better start fighting. Don't fall asleep. Saints, we're in rapture season. See, everybody, everybody, I won't be long because there's so much to cover. We're going to have to break it in two or three services. But I want everybody to understand you aren't playing a game. You aren't in some play, uh, child's playground playing with your children, saints. You are fighting for your life and for your existence. 
What you're seeing in the natural is happening in the spiritual. How come you're seeing people falling away, falling from the message? Because demon powers. But I will not be moved. And that's what you have to resolve. I will not be removed. I'm not playing church no more. I'm not just clapping my hands and glorify God and that you should do. But this is a warfare. People played around long enough. Put your line in the sand. Say, Satan, thus far no further. Used to have some joy. Where's your joy? Used to have the glory of God. Where's that glory gone? Some devil come by your way. Brother Bram said, at a 12 year old boy, I wanted God. But he said, there's some spirit that said, wait a little longer. Wait a little longer. Wait another service. Then you'll get your joy. Then you'll get your victory. Wait another time. Wait another preacher till another preacher. I say, today is your time to rise to the occasion. Satan, we deny you in this church. You better fight, Filipino people. There's a Wednesday night service here that's here because these men lay on their face before God. It's not that you're going to be tired in the morning. You'll be tired in the morning. But those demons don't care what time of the day they come into your house, shoot you up, kill you, cut your throat, do whatever they want to do. But I'm letting you know, God has given us the word of the Lord. Not to play around and say, oh, we've got a message. This is a nice message. This is, a, this is warfare. This is whole armor of God time. This is God versus Satan time. This is the whole armor of God time. Greatest battle ever fought time. Get your puny little ideas out of your mind. Remember, Israel had how many? Five different political parties, if not more, within the Knesset within their government. But as soon as warfare came on, they, they put down their differences. Come on. I want you to stay with me this morning. They need to put down your differences. Well, I got this against this. They put it down. Why? Because it was for their survival. We need to put down some differences here this morning. Say, I don't care about that anymore. We are one body, one bread. Amen. We don't come to church to play church. We come to church to hear from the king. And God has got God called men that can lay on their face before God. Say, Lord, give us something that will help the blood bought and purchased of God fight the great fight of faith. You want to go to a Mamsy Pamsy church? There's enough of them around. Moss back, whatever. Lots of them around. Even those that claim the message. Just put in your time. I don't care. Saints, we're in a battle. We are in high alert. Maybe I'll get a little ahead of myself, but it'll help you. When they attacked, Randy, when they attacked, they attacked on Yom Kippur. I hope you're spiritual enough to catch it. Yom Kippur is the day of atonement. 
the devil attacked on the day of atonement. Think about it. Yom Kippur, 1976. They had a, in 1976, they had the Yom Kippur War. 50 years later, on the day, they come back at Yom Kippur at the Day of Atonement. Now, young people, don't glaze over at some of this terminology. The Day of Atonement is the most holiest day in the Jewish calendar. They've had Feast of the Trumpets. Now comes the Feast of Atonement. And that atonement is to recognize Messiah. Atonement. The sacrifice. And Satan wants to destroy you in seeing what the benefits are of this atonement. Attack. Not on the day before. Not on the day after. But on the day of atonement. That's when Satan chose to attack God's chosen nation. What an hour we're living in. High alert. If anything happens to this service that you can't remember anything, just remember something, Jonah. You better be on high alert. Because listen, there is a rapture to take place before Israel sees Messiah on the day of atonement. We're in a time frame right now, saints, that we can, I know the prophet said it could happen before the service is over. We're there. We're there. We've arrived. Are you ready? Are you in that number? Getting ready to leave. Or is this just old hat now? Or is this just terminology to you? Or is this actually something burning in your soul? They're fighting for their existence. Natural Israel. Fighting. Armament. Not knowing whether or not they're going to even be alive the next day. But they're fighting for one cause. The state of Israel. There should be a group of young men that stands here this morning. Say, listen, they may be natural Israel, but I'm going to stand with you, brother Tom. I'm going to stand with the men of God around here. We're not going to let the devil come in this church. We are going to fight the good fight of faith. Not feeling well, I don't want amen, or what's brother Tom talking about? We're talking about your spiritual existence. Not, I might be old, but I was once young. But let me tell you something. I'm not going to take it to the natural. I've never seen his children yet begging bread. I'm not going to talk about buying wonder bread. I'm talking about the body word of the son of man eating the word of God. God's always had a word for his people. The burden 
of Duma, Israel, I'm sorry, Isaiah 21 11. The burden of Duma, he calleth me out of Seir. Watchman, what of the night? Watchman, what of the night? Richard, you're watchman. You're watchman over that Drake household. And God has given you a watchman that reaches into a higher sphere. And that sphere, saints of God, sphere, sees Satan and his kingdom and his tactics and his methodology. So greater is that God in the, our sphere than that demon power in that sphere. Sphere. Ezekiel 37 and 1 said, The hand of the Lord is upon me. And he carried me out in the spirit and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was once full of bones. Now you say, well, Brother Tom, you're going to preach on the valley of dry bones. Well, Brother Brandon makes reference in recognizing your day in this message to the valley of dry bones being Israel. And he caused me to pass by them around and behold... There were very many in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O dry bones. Now remember, Brother Branham even takes it in restoration of the bride tree. He's talking about the bride tree being restored. Well, there is a bride tree spiritual, and there's a fig tree natural. They are going to be restored. And again, he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, oh, you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord unto these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. Scripture. Now, recognizing your day in this message, Hosea 6 1 says, Return to the Lord. Remember, he said that they would be scattered, but they will return to the Lord after they've been scattered, and he will bind them up. They will return, they'll be scattered, they were torn, they were blinded. Just exactly, hap- that's exactly what happened. He will heal us and bind us. Like Ezekiel 37, the dry bone. The valley full of dry bones. Ezekiel saw it. Their return again. Then notice Hosea said after two days. After two days. He will return to them. He will receive us and give us and revive us. Now revive does not mean resurrection. Revive there is the same word anywhere else. I just looked it up. It means revival. Revive us. After two days, that would be in the third day he will receive. That revive us is revitalize us. Reestablish Israel. Reestablish who the bride of Jesus Christ is. Just remember, when Israel came back to its land 
and proclaimed itself a nation was the same day Brother Branham said an angel came to my cave. So you can't separate Naomi and Ruth. Is everybody on the same page? If, if God is driving Israel back and God sends a messenger to drive the bride to Christ, you cannot separate Naomi or Ruth. Everybody with me okay? You can't separate them. A revival is reviving what you've already got. Brother Bram said of that lake, Ontario, or whatever lake he was at, he said, when though the lake is having a revival, he said it wasn't adding more water, it was just getting all the trash out. And I think this morning, God, give us a revival. Amen. I don't want a dead church. I want a living church. There's a revival taking place. Get the trash out. Rejoice and give God all the glory. Amen. He's the one that called you. He's the one that saves you. He's the one that filled you. He's the one that's kept you. He's the one that will rapture you. He doesn't call you to leave you. He calls you to rapture you. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with God. So to God be the glory, great things he has done. So to revive or reviving, that's what you've already got. Sometimes I wonder what a revival is for. So that's why we have to have revival for. Get all the unbelief out. Get the things away from us that are trying to try us down. Get those silly games out of your life, you young men. When are we going to start being men? What, what age? 35 now? You know, if, I, if, if war was to take place in Canada, 18 years old, you're drafted. Uh-huh. Drafted at 18, sent with a rifle over your back, given a helmet, and ready to face the enemy and bullets flying. Not your silly little stupid games. Satan is trying to occupy your mind. If you put four hours in a gaming, why don't you put four hours in the message? Why don't you get four hours in the Bible? Why don't you put four hours on your knees? Have I made my point? That point should be made and clear and burn your games. Oh, burn my games. You bunch of wimps. I say that in a good way. Can you imagine occupying your time in that garbage? We are getting ready to rapture, and we're talking about gaming. Gaming, rapture. Where does that go on the scale of one to ten? Where does that go? Oh, my, Brother Tom, don't you see the new thing now? It's augmented reality and artificial intelligence, and we're all caught up, and I've got not, I could care less about your little artificial intelligence. Michael showed me something the other day. I was, hmm, interesting. He just put a few words in and asked it to write a, a welcome letter. 
boom, man, that was the best letter I ever read. And that was from a machine. So the things that you read, is it a machine or is it man? But I'll tell you one thing that is not a machine. I'll tell you one thing that's not man. That's the only thing I trust. I don't trust what they put on your new seed. They're liars. Satan kingdom is built on lies. They'll try to sway your mind to the Republican or to the Democrat or, you know, you know. I remember Sam came home one day, grade four, and we're at the table, said, son, what, what are you doing today? What would you talk about today? This Vonderzalm, Sam. I said, what? You're four years old. Why are you talking politics? He couldn't even say Vanderzam's name. But what is a teacher doing trying to cram down my son, a political ideology that has nothing to do with my family? Nothing to do with my principles or my ideals. Teachers are biting off too much. Reading, writing, arithmetic. You can throw some history and physics in there if you like. But they run on principles. But anytime you get into community affairs and all this, I, 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 ideas, you're venturing into somebody else's domain. My children were under my headship. I was a high priest of my home. And don't defile my children. Does that, uh, you say, well, you don't have children at home. I got grandchildren. And we have a lovely school. And we have blessed teachers. And I know they're Holy Ghost filled. And I thank God for every one of them. But everybody out there, I wouldn't trust them as far as I could throw them. I don't know if they're a pervert. I don't know what they watch, what they say, what they do. Teachers taking advantage of children. Children taking advantage of other children. It's all over the place. But God put a wall of fire. Put a protection around us. Hallelujah. You might not like me after this. That's all right. I'm still going to fight for you no matter what. They put a small bottle for me. (laughs) Didn't even give me two. Hosea says, come. Brother Brown preached, recognizing your day in this message. He said, come, come. Come and let us return unto the Lord, for he hath torn us. And indeed he did. Why did he do that? Why were the Jews torn like that? Because when Jesus was here, Messiah, they didn't recognize the atonement. And they said, let his blood be upon us and upon our children. And they have suffered for it throughout these ages. But God in his grace is going to cause them to come back to Israel. You were once scattered. I'm going to gather you. 
You were once blind, but I'm going to open your eyes. You were once bruised, but I'm going to heal you. That is a wonderful God that we serve. Remember, when that flag, Brother Mucci, that flag flew over Israel in 1946. I loved, I took the history of the flag. Why was it the sixth star of David, six-point star of David? Why is there two parallels? And I thought, oh, that parallel is perfect. There's Ruth and there's Naomi running under the six-point star of David. That six-point star of David was Solomon's insignia. And a greater than Solomon is here. Hallelujah. I'll take our God's insignia. Stamp it in my heart, Lord. Hallelujah. What a flag. What a meaning. But just remember, young people, you can do your math till you're blue in the face. That generation that sees Israel become a nation, you just remember that generation will not pass. So you say, Brother Tom, what are you talking about? I mean, the Israel proclaimed themselves in 46. The United Nations proclaimed it in 1948. So you got yourselves two years leeway. But Brother Bram said, anytime you figured out, you figured it out wrong. All I know, I'm getting ready to leave. High alert. High alert. Watchmen, what of the night? What are you seeing? I'm seeing hell spread its borders. I'm seeing demon powers taking over the children of this age. But they will not take ours. Come on, mothers. Not my children. Say it. Not my children. Brothers, not my children. Brothers that aren't married, you say, not our children. These are my children, just as much as they're their children. What an hour. High alert. When, when they made high alert, high alert, they didn't have a wimp on the wall. High alert. That didn't even get over the wall. But they had somebody that had a very loud voice. And he was high on the tower. The enemy is coming. But we got a party tonight, Brother Bram said. We got a party. Maybe we can party a little bit until they show up. Saints, high alert. High alert. This is not a time to party. This is time to button up the hatch. This is a time to tighten your belt, gird up your loins. It's a time to stand like you've never stood before. Israel is fighting. And Brother Bram said, that is our natural type. Surely there's a spiritual people that are on high alert and are are not taking the defensive, Brother Murphy, Brother Michael. Israel right now is not taking the defensive, Brother Jerry. Mm Hmm? They are on the offense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're on the offense. 
You see something come in your home, daddy, you go on the old fence. You kill that little Amorite. Jebusite. Hittite. Oh, nice little story, Brother Tom. Nice little story. That's what they used to do in the Old Testament. That was so gory. And that was so. Brother Bram said that little Amorite will grow up to be a big Amorite. And you try and get that out of your child's life now, it's got root. Boy, it really got quiet. It's time to drive out the enemy. We're on high alert. And if I was you as young people and young parents with your children, I wouldn't be praying less. I'd be praying more than you've ever prayed before. Pharaoh was always out for children. What did he do to them? Threw them in the alligators. They got no heart. They got no heart. Did you get it? He had no heart. He fed them to alligators. Herod had no heart. Sent him in to Raymond. What did he do? Slaughtered babies. No heart. Do you think this education system and Laodicea cares one bit for your children? The fight is on, old Christian soldier. The fight is on in full array. Fight for your life. It's high alert. Satan will work on every avenue of your family to try and beat you down. But you haven't given, been given the armament of man. You've been given the armament of almighty God called the word of the Lord. And David said, though 1,000 falls on my left side and 10,000 on my right side, I will not be moved. Come. Let us reason unto the Lord, for he had torn and he had healed us. He had smitten. He will bind us up. And after two days, he will revive us. He will revive us. He's talking about Israel, recognizing your day in this message. He says, he will revive us well into the third day. And if you do your math, and I know you do, I, I, I keep on doing my math every time I read, recognizing your day in this message, 7780 BC plus 2023. It moves you up to midday on the third day. How close are we? We are very close. Just for your easy math, so you don't have to get your little calculator out and I'll lose you for a minute. It's one, two, the year 2103. We are into the third day. Brother Bram said, now this calling, Feast of Trumpets, it's the approaching of something. Revelation 8, 7. If you want to write it down, you'll notice in the first trumpet, they were scattered with hail, blood, fire upon the earth. Just exactly with Exodus. And then after that first trumpet came the second trumpet, was the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Then after the third trumpet, 
comes then another feast and then another feast till it comes to the feast of Pentecost. And Brother Ram said, that's a, that's a 50 day feast. And he types it to, to pen, uh, 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 the seven church ages. After seven ages comes in the feast of trumpets, the calling of Israel back to the land of Israel. Saints, we're in a time frame now that is God's clock. God's clock. Not your 24-hour clock. We're now into God's clock. Brother Bram goes on to say this. He says, when God was calling his people out in Exodus. Now, the reason these seven trumpets do not apply to the church and this age is because it's to Israel only. So then we find at the end of the Pentecostal part of that Pentecostal age, Brother Bram said, that seven church ages. And though that is applicable to us, it's an indication to Israel that after that Pentecostal feast comes in the Feast of Trumpets, which now is the calling to Israel. They that were in Europe, Hitler was anointed. Stalin was anointed. Millions were destroyed and killed in ovens and burned. But Brother Bram turns around and said, it was the tender hand of Jehovah moving the people back into the land. So now that six-point star of David has been flying. And we're in a time frame of the calling back. Now here we are in the day of Yom Kippur again, just a few days ago, October 6th, 2023. As soon as the enemy came into Israel and destroyed women and children and old people. Listen, children and young people, wake up. You know what, um, and, and you know what, we, we, I'm, I might try and start a fund myself. When you're in Israel and you're 18 years old and you graduate out of high school, you know where the state of Israel takes you? you know where it takes you? Auschwitz. It takes you to Auschwitz, where they murdered and burned millions of young ladies just like you, babies just like you've got. And that's what those demon powers, they don't care. But Israel wants to keep it before the people that those spirits don't die. And they want to kill you. And those same spirits are out to get your children. But God has given us a token that is greater than the enemy. It's not that you crawl back and say, oh, woe is me. Are they coming after me? No, we are on the offense, Brother Darren. I claim my children. Satan, you've had them long enough. We go on the offense, not the defense. We're on the offense. The trumpets have sound. Israel's back in their land, Danny. And if Israel's in their land, and that generation that sees Israel become a nation, where are we today? Are we playing church? Or is the reality in our hearts looking up, knowing our redemption draws nigh? Hmm. 
do we have men's hearts failing for fear? Do we have signs in the heavens? The sea waves and tidal waves roaring. Men's hearts failing for fear. We see all these events taking place. But oh, Brother Tom, we've read them. We've read them. And they've known, and they've known that the Palestinian movement wants to kill them. They've known that for years. But there is a time when there is an attack. And I feel we're being attacked. And we're going to go on the offensive. First feast, Lord, is the Passover. Brother Ram said at the beginning of the Exodus. This is all regarding Israel. Second, unleavened bread. Third, is feast of first fruits. Jesus up from the dead. They're all types and shadows. And each one of them we could type to our Lord Jesus. Then we got the first of first fruits. We have the feast of Pentecost. We have the feast of trumpets. We have the feast of atonement. We have the feast of tabernacle. Israel is gathering in their homeland. Again, on Yom Kippur, Satan has attacked at the most holy time. Very interesting. Very interesting. That's our timepiece. It's our timepiece, Angelica. It's our timepiece. It's our timepiece. Sometimes we need to take a hold of some of our friends and family and start to let them realize this is significant. This isn't just a world event taking place. And people are getting murdered by the thousands. And they attack on Yom Kippur on the Day of Atonement. For me, it's an affront. An affront. Where Satan would try and come and take the most holy day of a Jewish calendar and attack. And look what's happening. You'll hear it in the news until you're tired of hearing it. And that's the way Satan does it. But nevertheless, arise, shine, your lights come. Your time to move forward. Their first war in Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur. They hardly had any armament to fight back. And I was telling Michael this the other day, and I, I had to, to relook at it. And Richard Nixon, President Richard Nixon, who in the world booted out of, their, out of office, and yet your prophet said, the American people voted for President Kennedy. I didn't vote for Kennedy. I voted for Mr. Nixon. Now, for those that don't believe in votes, there you go. Your prophet voted for President Nixon. Got really quiet here, I don't vote because the prophet didn't vote. Prophet did vote. He said, I vote for Mr. Nixon because I know Mr. Nixon personally. I like him. I voted for him personally. And his secretary of state was Henry Kissinger, who was a Jew. And Israel was coming down to a, the first Yom Kippur War. And they didn't have bullets, they didn't have machinery, they didn't have nothing. And President Nixon, who a prophet liked, sent airplane after airplane after airplane of tanks, machinery, and ammunition to protect Israel. And everybody in cabinet was not on his side. 
But then he rose up and said, my mother said, one day, Richard, you're going to be great. You're going to stand for the land of Israel. And God put him in presidency so that he could send armament to Israel to fight off the devil. Well, if God could raise up a Richard Nixon, he could raise up a Malachi 4. And Malachi 4 gave you the armament of the word. Hallelujah. On the wings of an eagle. Flying. So that you and I could soar into heavenly places. Hallelujah. And not get bogged down and woe is me and how's this all going to happen? It's going to happen. They're going to have their wars and I'm going in a rapture. Hallelujah. Can you give me a few more minutes? I don't know what a few more minutes means. Sometimes we got to, we'll have to phrase that. Can you give a few more minutes? That's 10. Five more minutes, that's five. And see if we can stay within those boundaries. So they call it Operation Iron Swords. Did Israel indeed fall asleep at the switch? But what happened here? Let's look at maybe a little bit bigger picture. There is 144,000 that's predestinated to be 144,000. So if you were in 1946 and you were 10 years old in 1946 and add it now, you're going to be 90. And if that's the case, how much closer are we than we ever thought? Our pastor is going to be in his 90, going to be 90. So I'm not here to give you dates or times or whatever, but I'm actually here As I would say to my children, Randy, and I would look them straight in the eye and I would tell them, son, you need to shape up. We need to be more serious about this because there is a war going on and it's not a mansy pamsy. Oh, I'll think I'll make it because I believe Brother Branham was a prophet. There's millions that believe he's a prophet and are going in no rapture. In fact, Brother Branham said in visible union, there'll be very, 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 very few. And I don't think he was filling in words there. It's a sobering time as we read out of Thessalonians. It is a sobering time. It's a time where we need to take inventory in our own spiritual life. What do we do with our time? How do we treat one another? Are we really serious with the Lord? Do we love this message with all our heart? As our children, do they hear daddy and mommy playing tapes or or whatever medium you use in your home? Is this more than life to you? It's time to be sober. It's sober enough just giving you statistics because I've been giving you. And scripture that we've been reading. Sober enough. That we should take some things a little bit more serious than what we are. He said, I voted for Mr. Nixon because I know Mr. Nixon personally and I liked him. I voted for him personally because I like him. And what did that president do? Sent armament for Israel to fight the Arabs. The Lebanese, 
the Syrians, the Egyptians, the Arabians, they're all against Israel. And I know I'm not politically correct. And that's probably why we should probably not have internet. They might be taking me, but I won't be going kicking and screaming. You see, are you against the PLO? Are you against the Hamas? Hamas are demons. Hezbollah, demons. Tell it like it is. They came in here, they wouldn't think nothing of mowing you over. But I'll tell you one thing, you get power to bind and power to loose. Come on, come on, come a little higher. He has given you power to bind and power to loose. I bind that devil. Say, so how's that going to come? Be more sincere. He, an angel of the Lord telling Brother Bram to be more sincere? How more sincere? And I'm thinking if he's got to be more sincere, how much more have I got to be more sincere? But if you want to bind the devil, you got to be more sincere than just coming to church and people see me, here I am, you lucky people. It's beyond that, folks. It's beyond that. We come to church to hear from God, to prepare us for going out that door. Because those spirits are still spirits. And Randy, they want your grandchildren. And you got to rise up as a grandfather and say, Satan, you cannot have my grandchildren. You got to have some fight in you. Some get up and go in you. Oh, everybody's believed. Why are you so excited? So excited. So excited. If that was my mom they shot... My children, they saw it. I become very, very, very natural Israel. I take away my spiritual hat and put on the natural hat. But I, that's just the point I want to get to right now. So this happened on Yom Kippur, and it and it brought Israel. Remember, in in World War II, it brought Israel back. But did you notice if you if you've been watching, and you got to watch what you listen to. Didn't matter where they were in America, Europe, wherever they lived, Jews were there and said, I got to go back to Israel. I got to go fight for my land. They're, they're, they weren't Jews as, as, as you would think. They were American Jews. They were whatever. But as soon as you start messing with the Ray household, come on, Gil. As soon as they start messing with the Ashdown residents, okay, well, that's family. Now let's say, when you start messing with Cloverdale Bible Way, Come on. We got to have a backbone. Stand with what we believe. White is white. Black is black. And the devil's a liar. And God is true. Hallelujah. We got to arm our young people. Not a question, is this the message or not the message? You better get that all settled a long time ago. You get born again and you'll know this message is Malachi 4. Oh, it doesn't really meet my needs. Then it's not for you. Go eat and drink and be merry for tomorrow you die. But if this is it, sell out. Sell out. Stand together, shoulder to shoulder. Oh, 
went into view of one soldier. They said, where are you from? They interviewed him. He said, I'm from America. He says, as soon as I heard those, those he didn't even know what to call them. Th- that, that enemy come in and mow down a, a kibbutz. He said, I couldn't see my brother who was in the army just be in the army. I had to go fight with my brother. And I thought, that's it. If they can do that naturally. How about us, Jordan? You're in a fight, you're fighting me. We're going to fight together. We'll, we'll defeat the devil together. One can send a thousand, two, ten thousand. Brother EBA, don't you dare give up. Don't you dare surrender. Don't you dare let that enemy get on that ground. You rebuke it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. This is, we have come to the kingdom. Come on. We have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. If in a relay race, they save the best to last. Don't look at your flesh. Look at what's beating in your heart. Amen. There's something beating in your heart that God put there. And that's the best to run the last lap. Hallelujah. Power to bind and power to loose. Power to bind and power to loose, Gabriel. Power to bind and power to loose. Power to bind and power to loose. Satan, I bind you for coming in my home. I want my home in order. I want my home in order. I want my wife in order. I want my brothers in order. I want my sisters in order. Come on, Brother Larry. We're fighting for their existence. Listen, there's a heaven again, a hell, the sun, and a tribulation. Who would want any one of our loved ones to go through tribulation? I don't think one of us would want to see our loved ones go through tribulation. It'll be a hell. Hunted down. And how did I get there? Let me say, can I have a few more minutes? Okay. Note I have here. The revelation of the seven trumpets, the gathering of Israel, the feast of atonement is Israel recognizing Messiah. So how close are we? Here they are getting gathered now back to Israel. Stragglers back to Israel. There's 144,000 and not one of those 144,000 going to die. Not one of them. Not one of them. Every one of them are protected by the prophecy of the Bible. There's not going to be 143,999. There's going to be 144,000. Whether God had to drag them from South America, from America to Europe to get back in the land, there will be 144,000. You say, well, they're not converted. Well, it could be a converted Jew tomorrow. Who knows? When a, when a missile goes over your head, you can get real religious. So, well, you know, I'm, you know, they got to, they got to be a, a message of Messiah. You know, really. Like I said years ago, and I'll say it again: If you saw me walking the streets, you wouldn't want me here either. Hmm. Or you, Dave? Don't get so sanctimonious, right? Both of us. On, what are you on the west coast of Vancouver Island? Me downtown, dragging my flesh through some beer parlors and things. But God, rich in mercy, had nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us. God calls a friend of mine. God then calls me. God puts me 
into his fold. It is God rich in mercy. Amen. I didn't mean that, David. Just, uh, <laughs> I, know, I know you can take me. So for the first time in 2,500 years, 1948, recognized as a nation by the United Nations. The very hour, Brother Bram said in 10 Virgins, the very hour that Israel signed to be a nation, it was the very same day, very same month, everything else. He said, I was in Greensmill, Indiana, when the angel appeared to me and sent me out on the field after he met me down on the river, he told me what would take place and commissioned me. 11 years later, at the same hour, Israel was signed as a nation and it's all connected together. Hallelujah! Natural Israel, spiritual Israel, we're going and we are in that predestinated number. Glory. Come on, Ruth. All Ruth knew that she wasn't going to let Naomi go. A type of Israel natural. Here's Ruth, a Moabitess, a heathen, Darren realizes there's something about Naomi. And she tries to get her to go back three times. That's six. Three times. Go back. Go back. Go back. She said, I can't go back. Your God will be my God, your people, my people, your nation, my nation. Where you die, I die. The parallel. Israel. Prophet. Moving to fulfill prophecy. Just remember, saints. I've used this quote before. He can make the worst things that can happen to you to be the very best thing that ever happened to you. It was very bad. Six million Jews were killed. But a prophet said under the seals, they got white robes. That was very bad, but it turned out very good. Very good. It wasn't that they were, like he said, Orthodox Jews or anything like that. But bearing the name of a Jew, they were murdered. And because of that, God gave them white robes. So then... He can make the worst thing that happened to you be the very best thing that happened to you. Is the glass half full or half empty? It depends on how you look at it. Brother EBA. It could be the very worst, but it would be the very best. If you are serving God, you're serving an omnipotent being. Samuel, don't you give up for nothing. You're standing strong and I've been proud of you. Praying for you the other day. Saw your picture. You've been standing. Spirits try to come, but we bind those demons. Amen. And I know you know what I'm talking about. And I know you believe. And you watch God come behind your confession. We will not be denied. I have seen too much in this little church and in my own life 
that God has supernaturally moved amongst us. He's an omnipotent being. He's the almighty God. And if he can move nations to be in position, he can move a holy nation to be in her position. He's an omnipotent being. He's an omnipotent and will not leave you at your time of difficulty. But he will come to your rescue. Be still, David writes. Be still and know that I'm God. I will be exalted amongst the heathen. I will be exalted. Be still as a commandment. Written in the context. A time of trouble and war. That is when David wrote that. And that's why you have to see it in its context. Be still and know that I am God. He didn't write that when he was patting the sheep. Be still, still waters. Still waters, be still. And it's very still. No, he didn't write that. Be still and know I'm God. And that was at the time written at a time of trouble and war. Be still this morning and know I'm an omnipotent God. I'll watch over that 144,000 no matter what. We will pray for the peace of Israel no matter what. But we will pray for one another no matter what. We will not be defeated. We will not surrender. And I don't care how difficult your situation is. In a moment, God can turn that situation around. So when we read the word, let's hold it some value to it. Just not read it over lightly and be still and know that I'm God. That's a great text and it's a great subject and men have preached on it. But if you go back into the history, you'll find out that David was saying that in time of war. God's in control. That's why I love God. Uh, I was going to say Sidney Jackson. I love him too. He gave me a prayer, prayer cloth for Sam. But Stonewall Jackson. I loved him. I loved him. I wish I was in war with him. He walked into a war. Got up in the morning. <laughs> okay. All right. You go there. Line up there. Let's go. Let's fight. Got the cannon. Ran the cannon. Put the cannonball in. Bullets are... <laughs> Aren't you worried about getting shot? He says, if God wants me shot, he'll shoot me. If God doesn't want me shot, I'm the safest as I was getting out of bed this morning. Yeah. Oh, what if this happens? Who cares? Brother Tom, you could die of a heart attack right now. Glory to God. God's in control. We're on high alert, but God's in control. But the trouble of it is, Monday will come and we'll fall into our own little program again. No, it's to stay on high alert. I 
I haven't heard of one that got called up for duty that ran the other way. When we get called to duty, it's time to charge all of us. I'm so tired in my, my own natural spirit of people just putting in the minimum. Just put in the minimum. That's the spirit of this age. And if you want to ask me about that, I got a whole, whole thought of that. And I won't take the time to talk about it. But it's not time to put in your minimum. It's the time to rev yourself up to the maximum. Wait on the Lord and keep his ways. He will exalt thee to inherit the land when the wicked are cut off. Thou shalt see it. I want you to say amen. Amen. Wait on the Lord and keep his ways. He shall exalt thee to inherit the land. And when the wicked are cut off, thou shalt shall see it. Here's one of my favorite scripture. I remember preaching it in Log Church probably when I was 27 years old. How do you like that, eh? Not bad for memory. Psalms 46 and 10. God is in the midst of her. Now I took body, spirit, soul. God is in the midst of that soul. In the midst of her. She shall be moved. (laughs) Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. She shall not be. God will help her and write early. Psalms 91, as I quoted already, verse 7. A thousand shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Now, here we close now. Satan's army brings diseases. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. That's what Satan is. He's a destroyer. Satan, the whole kingdom of Satan is sickness, death, sorrow, frustration, worry, all on Satan. Did everybody get that? Okay, just a second. Let me slow down now. Satan's a destroyer. Satan, the whole kingdom of Satan is a destroyer. He destroys by sickness, uh-huh, death, mm-hmm, sorrow, mm-hmm, frustration. Woo. Frustration. Anybody frustrated? Hmm. <laughs> I won't look at anybody now. Worry? He destroys you by worry. If you take a look up at the Greek, that means anxiety. He said all of that is on Satan. Satan's army brings diseases. Okay, now now we're going to put some battle armament on now. Joseph, ready? Satan's army brings diseases. God's army is commissioned to cast them out. Mm, mm, mm. 
That's what we've been trained for. Brother Bram said, I have, Satan, I have taught the people this way. Okay, Satan comes to bring, Jed, what did you hear me say? Bring diseases, right? Right? That's Satan's kingdom brings diseases, but God's army is to cast them out. Are you in God's army? Amen. Amen. Then you got power to cast out the devil. Oh, it's not just those men. It's not just me. It's not just the sisters here. It's everybody. We've been now brought into God's army, Dan. And we've been commissioned to destroy the enemy. Hallelujah. So he's commissioned to bring diseases. We're commissioned to cast them out. Amen. There you are. Every time Satan throws anything on you, God's army is to cast it out. Who's in God's army? I'm in God's army. George is in God's army. Cast out the devil. Hallelujah. We are in this fight. So we got to know our armament. It's called the word. Satan brings diseases. We are to cast them out. Hmm. Okay. You got that so far. Every time Satan throws on something on you, God's armies, they cast them out. Cast it out. That's the very technique God uses. Satan used the army of destruction to disbelieve God's word and set up a better kingdom than Michael. God's method is cast the devil out. He said God's method is cast out the devil. Cast down reason. Cast down superstition. Cast down worry. Cast down disease. Cast down everything that's against the word of God. God's armies, they cast them out. Cast them out, Megan. Cast them out, Judy. Cast them out, Roy. Cast them out, Kim. I don't get it. And you're going to have to help me on this. When God moves within the assembly, and all of a sudden a whole healing goes over the assembly, all of a sudden two or three will come up to the front for prayer. What happened there? Did you doubt when you stood up here? What are we doing standing up then? Thank you, Mike. I needed that. Saints, if God's moving amongst this church and is moving from pew to pew and people are standing up rejoicing and claiming their healings and claiming their deliverance, if that's what you're doing, then why don't you claim it in your own seat? Well, he said one can send a thousand, two thousand, that's fine. That's exactly right. And we will indeed pray for those that want to come up and be, be prayed for. But Brother Bram said in perfect faith, I'm trying to raise you up into a higher sphere. Higher sphere. For the word of God went forth and healed the people. That's the very technique God uses. Satan uses the army of destruction to disbelieve God's word. God's method then is to cast out the evil. Amen. Cast it down. You're above it. I highlighted that for you, Margaret. Underlined it. You are above it. Church, you're above everything that a Satan would throw at you. You're above it, Nathan. 
We can get buffeted in our minds. We can get buffeted in our bodies. But we're higher than that. We're higher than what Satan can throw at you. You ever see somebody go in the army? Here's your gun. Here's your bullets. And all of a sudden they get into, into a fight and they're hiding in the corner, shaking in their boots. What was he doing in the army? Now, they can subscript people and they can drag people into the army. And, and you can give occasion to the poor guy in the corner that's scared out of his mind. But you have not been drafted. You have been called. So there's no time for sitting in the corner, biting your nails and trying to figure out whether I should be in this or not in this. You're either in it or you're not. If you're not, get out. If you're in, give it all you've got. You're above it. We're in the resurrection, sitting in heavenly places where every devil... Now, I don't... See, this is the difference maybe to some people and me. When I read what Brother Bram says, I take it from God. I, I know some people think, oh, you're way overboard here, Mr. Ray. You're way overboard. No, I'm not way overboard because I don't believe God uses a prophet half time. When he's under the anointing of the word of God, all oh, you say, well, Brother Tom, he said this and he said that and that was wrong and that was wrong. That is only a demon of unbelief. Let's take at the end of the message where Brother Bram said, if I've said anything wrong, then God won't vindicate me. Sister so-and-so, you've had cancer. Rise up out of your chair. We're all human. We all stumble at words. But when it's talking about the word of the Lord, that's God speaking to you. That's God speaking to you. Never been an issue and never was an issue. People say, oh, he said this, he said that, so do I. So does anybody that's a normal man. But then when God speaks, and God is telling you every devil, come on, say every. Every devil is under your feet. Do I hear an amen up there? Hallelujah. Every devil, every entertainment devil, every hockey spirit devil, every football demon. Come on. Every gaming spirit. Every YouTube, Facebook. Woo! Oh, but I got Instagram. Every Instagram. And you think that you've got the only picture of your little darling daughter on your phone. How about every pervert that got hacked in or got your picture? Doing terrible things. Using your children's pictures. What's wrong? Why don't we ever use the quote where Brother Bram said that German man wouldn't allow his daughter's picture to be on a chocolate box? Hmm. Is that a quote, Murphy? Okay, just checking here. And we can throw out our children's pictures everywhere. For every, I'm clean. I'm going to tell you this morning by the word of the Lord. You got every demon under your feet. I don't care how social media wraps it around and tells you this and tells you that. It's what's behind social media. 
They want your information. They want to know who you are, and they do. They know everything about you, but they don't know one thing. What a seed Gina God is all about. That's one thing they don't have, saints of God. They don't have a clue that God's in your flesh. They don't have a clue. All right, if we're stomping on the devil enough, we're in the battle. We're fighting him every tooth and nail now. We've got him on the run. Listen, saints, you say, well, by the time, you know, you know, I'm really what you're talking about. Well, I think I do. And not only I think I do, I know I do. So you say, well, how do, how do you know you got every devil under your feet? Well, I've had a lot of devil fights. I've had a lot of devil fights. Anybody here have, I'm not, I'm not, Jordan, have any devil fights? Devil fight with you? Did you win? Yeah, you're still here, aren't you? Amen. Look at you, taller than me now. I remember when you just, Jordan, I baptized you, you're, hot, you're lower than me. That was in COVID, right? Man, I didn't get that gene. But we got something in us that Satan can't tamper with. Oh, I love this part. I love this part. Satan took Job's children. Joke. Uh, Satan t- took Job's animals. Satan took Job's health. Used his wife. Curse God and die. But something in him, Joseph said, you speak like a foolish woman. My God is able. Take houses, take lands, take children, take cattle, take health. But my God, he lives. And he doesn't say, my, he lives. He said, my redeemer lives. So everything he took, he's going to give back. I will restore, saith the Lord. Devil can't win nothing. Well, you took this from me, it's coming back a hundredfold. He took my daddy, took my mommy, took my brothers, took my sisters, gave me mummies and daddies and sisters and lands and home. Yep, yep. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Listen, I never one day in business, never one day said, I'm going to make a million dollars a day. There wasn't a day that went by that just said, if I can make a penny, my children are going to benefit. My children will benefit. My children will help them. I'll help them with my children. Had nothing to do with Joanne and me. Had everything to do with our family and the family of God. I might change a few paradigms, but that's okay. There is something in us that wants to see the kingdom go forward. You're above everything that Satan can throw at you because, Jordan, it's under your feet. He said, when I haven't finished the quote, so by the time I finish, I'm sure the musicians will be ready to come. When the devil comes along, kick him. You know what, Darren? I'd love this one. Here you are washing your car on your driveway. Hmm? 
Got the front hood all up, and the devil starts saying, I've got your daughter, Anisha. I got her. I'm going to get your son. I'd just love for you to be standing there, and the neighbor's out there just spraying his car. And you go, devil, I'm going to boot you out of my house. Boot. What are they going to think, Mike? What are they going to think? Crazy? Of course they are. They're going to think he's crazy. But he's the only one that's got to sell mine. They're all crazy. Amen. So when the devil comes by your way, kick him. Cast him out. Amen. You're trained in this army. You're trained. You're commissioned. Go all the world. Cast out devils. Amen. These signs shall follow them that. In my name they shall cast out. Speak in new tongues. People don't want to speak with tongues. Well, that's up to them. That's their problem. God wants to give me tongues. I'll speak with tongues. If God wants me to shout, I'll shout. God wants me to dance, I'll dance. See, saints of God, you've got to take everything back to the word of God. Now, if I say something that's off the word, you have every right to come to me and ask me about it. But if I can show you every time it's back in the word, back in the word, back in the word, back in the word. I don't want Tom Ray's thought. I don't want you to have Tom Ray's thought. People preach this over that and people preach that against this and this. Forget what other people are doing. Let's just worry about ourselves and put on the whole armor of God. High alert. High alert. It's not my calling to put another church in order. A pastor is a pastor. He's a sovereign authority for a local assembly. No pastor, no nobody comes into a church to correct a church. God's given a prophet's message to correct a church. We are commissioned by God himself, the great general. Cast out devils. It's your commission. Amen. What are you doing? He says, you're watching for your life to manifest. To manifest the word of the Lord. She can't come to any other life. She can only come and be what that seed is. She feels it. She knows it's going to happen. Then she wakes up and says, let there be. She's coming forth like the first one. What an hour we're living in. What a time and what a season. Can I say shalom to the bride? Amen. Listen, as we close there and we'll go into it part two another time. When Ruth and Boaz are going back to the land, there was a time then that Naomi, which is Israel, was pushed aside. You don't hear of Naomi. Mm-hmm. But you find out that Boaz and Ruth come into a love affair. And it's all about Boaz and Ruth. And God is in this Pentecostal feast. Is all caught up with Ruth. Through seven ages. He's caught up with Ruth. But at the end of the age. When she's going to be taken like Joseph's bride to her chamber. God is going to have himself revealed to his brothers. What time are we living in, Sister Debbie? 
What hour is upon us? Israel is in their land. The bride's in the word. She's being called to atonement. And I'm getting called for rapture. Hallelujah. Boaz was the, ha- was the boss of the harvest. He looked at Ruth and saw nothing but character. But you notice they came at the beginning of seed season, harvest time. She'd heard that God visited Israel, and it was at the beginning of harvest. But when Ruth got her redemption was at the harvest time. Then Naomi comes into the picture. Where are we at, Ruth? Where are you at? Musicians, please come. Let's turn and close with First Thessalonians 4. Just a couple verses over from our opening scripture. First Thessalonians 4, verse 15. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them that are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Some folks are building hopes down here and planning ahead. So busy with their fortunes They forgot what Jesus said About the wars and earthquakes And the faithly economy But there's a group of people Thank you.
Now, for those that aren't ready to leave, are you ready to face all hell? Hey, I just, I, that's a perfect good question, Zoe. Wouldn't that be a perfect question to ask? When you come into a house and storm in and destroy families, do you think they're going to, oh, you're such a nice person. We won't hurt you. Satan is out to ravage you. But it's the daddy's position to hold the token over your family so Satan cannot inflict what he wishes to on a family member. Mothers, it's time to come and stand. Daddies, get into position. Young people, get serious with the things of God. You read Feast of the Trumpets and you read yourself recognizing your day in this message. You read Souls That Are in Prison. Just read those first, those three messages for me and you'll never be the same again. Messages that may be set on the shelf for a long, long time. But he preaches first Feast of the Trumpets, then he preaches recognizing, recognizing your day in this message and follow it along in that way. And you'll understand then you can hear the Holy Spirit calling out because knowing Israel's going back, but there is a bride going up. And I really would love in this little church it to be a hundred percent, a hundred percent rapture. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father, your scripture said in Thessalonians as we open the scripture up. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. But let us watch and let us be sober. Maybe a sobering message this morning, Lord, but there's a lot of people that are going in harm's way today. Natural Israel fighting for the existence of a nation. Lord, I'm just a small little man, but may my voice stand with your voice, fighting for this nation, holy nation, a royal priesthood. And I pray, Father, that if there be those that are standing here that have not known you, that, Lord, when they lay their head on the pillow, may they realize there's a life after this life. Where are they going? What dimension will they go to? What hell awaits them? Or what heaven beckons them? I pray for every soldier of the cross purchased by the blood of the Lamb that you'll put a fortitude and strength and a backbone into all of our lives, Lord. We haven't come this far to fail. We want to press like we've never pressed before. We want to take up the challenge, Father. We want to be covered in the blood of the Lamb. And Father, that the life of Christ be preeminent in our hearts and lives. If there be an unsaved one, Lord, deal with them. Deal strongly. Lord, not just to come to church, look around the room, 
But God, may there be a, a godly fear within their hearts that they could reach out to you, a living God. Stir their lives, Lord. Cause them to come to Calvary. We commit all to you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 I'm going up. Oh, I'm going up. I'm going up. give you one good testimony you got time for it they came to one kibbutz they came to one kibbutz and he was michael he was three years older than me and he saw the devil's coming i'm sorry i'm sorry for this if, if you think i'm being too hard I, I i i won't take back that word anyway so team horses won't pull out of me but here he was 73 and here they're coming. Here comes the devil. You know what he did? He got into his car and he drove that car right at the front of the gate and jammed his car right there. So they had to crawl over. So as they were crawling over, he was shooting. I thought, man, 73 years old, good for him. I said, I can identify with him. They're coming up and they're shooting at him. He's shooting at him. And they got him in a leg, tore a whole leg right off of him. But did he give up? No, sir. He kept shooting, Wes, kept shooting, kept shooting, kept shooting, and he saved that kibbutz. Wow, I believe I'm with that kind of man. I believe I'm with that kind of woman. Devil, come to that door. I'll shove whatever it is there. You can't come in this door. We're going to fight for your souls. We're going to fight for your lives. So I'm just a young teenager. Brother Tom doesn't see me. Yeah, Brother Tom's at your camps. Brother Tom sees you. Brother Tom loves you. The ministry loves you. The trustees care for you. We love you. We want to see you all make it. Devil, try to come in our doors. We'll fight him at the door. We'll shoot him at the door. He'll shoot at us. He'll shoot back. Tore his leg right off of him, Michael. Shot up in the hospital, ridden by bullets, but he's still living. I thought, that's my kind of man, Brother Jerry. Say, well, boy, you're a fanatic for Israel. You better believe it. I'm not only a fanatic for Israel, I'm fanatic for the God of Israel. And I don't know about you, spiritual Israel, but I love this Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, I told Michael, I said, I'm going to maybe turn off the internet for the next little while because I'm stirred up. I am. High alert, folks. High alert. 
I'm going to fight for every child on the, on, in this church, every daddy, every mother, whatever I can do. If I get to be a dotty old, old dad, old man, I want you deacons to pick me up bodily and throw me out the door. I don't want to be a dotty old, I can't, I got dotty old doty. I knew I was saying that wrong. Doty, old man. And if I am that way, throw me out. Because we're here to fight for the cause. Fight for Christ. Fight for the word of God. Yeah, we, we love each other. We, we get older and we have children and grandchildren now. That's fine. But I'm still not going to let that fire go down. I loved it. That, that young boy a few months ago came up to me and said, Brother Tom, how old are you? I told him how old. He says, you are old. And I said, thanks a lot. You really made my day. He said, but you preach like a young man. I said, well, thank you. Forget the first part. I love you for the second part. <laughs> thank God for the person that's around you. Jeremiah, and I hope we've prayed for you. I know you're going through it. Don't worry. We were standing strong. We got a church behind you. We love you. Each and every one. God be with you and give you a tremendous week. It might get harder and harder as we see the days approach. But Brother Greg, as hard as the devil gets, we're going to get stronger in Christ. Amen. Stronger in the faith by the love of God. God bless you. So I'm casting all my cares on him as we get ready to close. So I'm casting all my cares on you. Oh, I know.
David, please, would you mind closing in a word of prayer? Amen. Here's a man I love dearly. Always behind scenes, but ever faithful. Thank you, David. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. It's been good to be in your house, Father. The time and the hour we're living, Lord, we're just thankful that we have a message. That we're not walking in darkness, Lord. This world has nothing to offer us, Father. We're just pilgrims passing through, Lord. We realize that we're walking on the brittle threads of life. Our next breath is in your hands, Father. But Lord, we're so thankful we have a future. A heavenly future, Lord. We're looking for a city whose builder and maker is God, Father. This, is, this world is not our final resting place, Lord. We're just passing through. We thank you for the instruction we've received from the word of God this morning, Lord. From the message of the hour, we receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless your servant who's labored. And we do continue to hold up those that are in great need among us, spiritually and physically, Lord. Our sister Rena, again, we lift her name up one more time, that you'll heal her body, lift her spirit, meet every need she has, Father, this great time, and the others as well, that we remember the elderly among us, Lord, bodies weakening down, strengthen them, encourage them, we pray, Father, we commit the rest of this day to you, and thank you again that we could bask in your presence, Lord under a great message that you've given us, Father. We love it. It's life to us. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, can we sing one more song? We're here, right? In about two more minutes or three more minutes, we won't be here. I've almost asked Samuel to come up and help me sing it because I think this is one of his favorite songs. There's a castle in my... How's that go? There's a flag flying high. That's it. Do we have that up there? Come on. So who knows that song? Then let's help Sister Joanne and Brother Ryan sing it.
Everybody getting that? Everybody getting that? I think the first time I heard that was in Louisiana. Or where? Dallas? Dallas? Somewhere in there. Down south anyway. Well, they sing it a little bit more lively than us because we don't know it, but we're going to know it. So let's just help them one more time. You're getting it, I think. Let's go. you lovely to be in the house of the lord this morning see your spaces brother jim always a pleasure having you here god bless you amen nice to see you greet one another you're dismissed in jesus name